You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. Okay, so good afternoon, everybody. Today is March the 1st, 2023. I want to welcome everyone to the CCB GTT call. We are doing our next installment in the Unseen Touchscreen course. Uh, we welcome back Michael Fair. Is this chapter seven or chapter eight now? Uh, I think it's I, seven. I think it's seven. Yep. Seven. Yeah, I, Lucky number seven we have. <laughs> so we'd like to welcome Michael back and, and welcome everyone to this wonderful series that Michael is, um, is gracious enough to present to us. Alrighty, well, folks, uh, we are in the start of the next part of this uh, this sort of learning of how to control your device, uh, and we've learned about voiceover in the la that last couple of lectures. So now we're turning to what that helps us control uh, and interact with, and that is the iOS operating system. So this is the software that basically runs your iPhone. So all of the hardware in that slab of glass, the touch sensors, the uh, heat sensors, the motion sensors. You have a gyroscope in your iPhone uh, that can sense when it tilts. Uh, it, it controls power and manages your, your battery power in different things. It encrypts and decrypts, uh, decrypts data. It's doing a lot for you behind the scenes. Now, fortunately... Unlike a lot of other operating systems, uh, in my experience, you don't have to understand everything before you start really digging in and using your iPhone. Uh, you, you should understand some basics. And uh, this, this uh, one or two part uh, lecture, depending on how this goes, will concentrate on the aspects of iOS that you are able to interact with. Uh, for the most part. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes that I'm not going to get into uh, as much, but uh, we'll cover what we can control and what and, and the interface elements, whether the, the, the things in iOS that we can interact with. Now, iOS uh, is, there are extensions to iOS that branch out and are its own app. So a lot of what might normally be talked about in the same lecture as uh, iOS in general is going to be given its own treatment later on in, in future lectures. So for example, the settings app, where you go in to set all and configure your iPhone, we're going to be doing at least one, probably two lectures on that uh, after this one, uh, after we finish with the general iOS uh, lectures uh, here that we're doing today. So the, in th this will cover aspects of iOS that don't sort of have their own app. That's one way to think about what we're covering today. Um, so when I got Windows in college, uh, I, I went to university and had to pause and learn how to use Windows, uh, how, how to shut off the computer. It even took some time to learn about the start menu and desktop and everything before I could do much uh, with my system. It was a real interruption in my day-to-day -day life as I learned this new Windows system and, and, uh, and slowly weed myself off of DOS. Um, now with, with iOS, what I found was the experience was so unique 
that there wasn't, you just started working on it. And iOS really took care of all the behind the scenes stuff for quite a long time. It was, uh, you know, a good year before I ran into parts where I, I really had to learn more and master more. So before I really knew a ton about everything about iOS, I was already answering calls and getting notifications and running apps and doing all these different things. So we're going to take a bit of a tour of the elements of iOS that we can interact with that don't have their own apps. So uh, to start uh, start with, uh, we should talk about, uh, you know, the system is, uh, is, is on your home screen. Your home screens are these pages full of apps that you can use. And uh, you, you basically can flick left and right, move between home page, uh, home screens rather, and simply uh, double tap getting into apps with uh, the gestures we talked about with VoiceOver last time. And uh, you know, basically uh, flick through elements. All the, the iOS sort of provides basic interface elements as well that you're interacting with. Uh, with voiceover controls and many apps that third-party developers are are making uh, basically build off of what apps are in iOS. So, for example, they'll tap into the music player or they'll use the Maps app to generate maps. Uh, a number of, of blindness-related GPS apps do that, and they'll piggyback off of functions already in iOS to do what they need to do. That saves developers time, and that saves ultimately money for everyone as they can sort of dip into those resources. All the accessibility features, including VoiceOver itself, are part of iOS. So again, we'll have a whole we had a whole section in VoiceOver separately because it's so fundamental to our experience as blind people. But it's it's just another element of this sprawling operating system that we'll be learning about throughout these lectures. So. Uh, a lot is is happening in the background, uh, file storage, management, things like that. Uh, and we'll get into some of that as, as this goes on here. So basically on, on your iPhone, uh, in, in uh, home screens, uh, you have all the different apps. Each app uh, home screen can hold about 16 to 20 apps, depending on the size of your device, uh, 24 apps. Um, iPads, of course, it's even larger. And uh, uh, that, that's sort of in the middle of the screen. And above, at the very top of the screen, uh, there's a status bar. And what that is, is it, it gives you information that is uh, present all pretty much all the time. Uh, there are some apps that when you're inside an app, that information might be hidden. The status bar can be hidden but it's rare. Most of the time it's there. It's got uh, on the very top left corner, there's a clock. Uh, there's information on connectivity. So uh, uh, Wi-Fi information, how many bars of strengths, uh, your cellular data, your cellular connection, how many bars uh, you have of that. So you, the more bars, the better, of course. Um, it's usually uh, three or four bars is, is good. Um, and uh, it shows other information as well. Battery level is right up there on your status bar, more to the right side of the status bar, so top right of your screen. 
and the status bar also is a gateway to two other uh, to to uh, a couple of other the, the areas. If you're on the status bar and you flick up with three fingers, um, you can go into the control center. Uh, that is a feature that lets you access a bunch of handy controls that otherwise you'd have to go into settings to get at. So it's a kind of handy way of turning, quickly getting to a selection of settings that you're more likely to use, uh, turning on and off things like the flashlight, uh, interfacing with hearing aids if you use those, um, uh, interfacing with uh, uh, Bluetooth devices, turning that on and off. Um, there are a bunch of things you can do from inside the control center. Uh, focus and do not disturb features are found in there. So it has a lot of, of that kind of things that, that are kind of configuration related that you want to change on a regular basis. So when you're in the, in the, uh, on the status bar, you can tell that, that because when you touch the status bar, it will stay, say different things. Like I just touched my status bar and it says uh, white lion. It's just my network that I'm on. Uh, and I can flick left and right to go along the status bar to different elements. So I can see that my cellular strength, if I flicked once to the left, I see it's at two bars. If I flick up with two fingers, uh, sorry, but up with three fingers, there we are. I'm in the control center. So now I'm in my control center and there's airplane mode, cellular data uh, on or off, Bluetooth on or off, all these different things. And then to get out of that, it's you do the home gesture. So if you're on uh, a device without a uh, a home button, it's uh, you hit right very bottom of the screen and you slide your finger up to hear uh, the first tick. So you touch and you hear low tick and you slide your finger up to hear the next and you release. That's your home gesture and you're back home again. Um, the other place you can access from the status bar is the notification center. Uh, that it, you access that by swiping down with three fingers. So control center is up with three fingers. Uh, the uh, notification center is down with three fingers. That's where notifications appear. So your iOS uh, is is looking. At, it allows apps to monitor in the background for information updates to them, and those will arrive as notifications in the notification center, and then you can interact with those in various ways. And uh, uh, so that is, is sort of the place to go to, to do that. And that is a, an iOS function. That may, that's, there's no notification center app. There's no control center app. It's, these are features of iOS that are designed to be kind of omnipresent, no matter what you're doing, where you are, and be available to you at all times. Um, so those are, uh, two features that are, are pretty self-explanatory. Uh, there's kind of nuts and bolts that you can choose, for example, in the control center, which features you want there or don't want included. Uh, if you go into settings, go into control center, and you can change uh, in notif the notification settings a whole lot about how uh, notifications are handled. So the, the, in both cases, you have a lot of agency. Um, so the center of the screen, of course, is your home screen. So between the bottom, uh, the dock at the bottom of the screen 
and the status bar at the top. The next thing down, sort of in the middle, is the home screens. That's where all your apps are. So uh, you will you can flick left and right through the apps. You can feel around the screen to sort of learn where roughly an app is. And then you can touch near it and then flick over to it. You don't always have to flick to everything. You can actually learn the layout of your screen and touch and go to apps more quickly. Um, now, not all your apps are going to fit on one page unless you really aren't using your smartphone to the best of its ability. Uh, so there's a slider. It's a vertical bar, and it's sort of over on the very right of the screen. Uh, if you touch sort of to the right and near the bottom, if, if you touch on the very bottom and you land in the dock, that is uh, a number of of uh, apps, uh, usually the dock holds about four apps, at least on my phone, it's always been four. And uh, you can, they, they're always there, no matter which home screen you're set to, uh, the dock always has those apps right there, uh, sort of below uh, the regular the apps on any particular home screen. So there's the home screen, um, then there's the, the, uh, the slider, uh, which is one flick to the right of the last app is one way of getting it. Or if you touch below, you get to the dock and you flick left of the dock, uh, you get to the slider. And the slider does a couple of different things. You can uh, flick up and down and you get to the uh, different home screens. You can have, I have about 13 home screens on currently uh, on my iPhone. And uh, you can go between the home screens. Uh, with that, you can also get to the uh, today view, uh, which is before page one. Excuse me. So, if you go to the first page, uh, the first home screen, and then you 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 can swipe left and right with three fingers uh, to go between the home screens, even if you're not on the on the slider. Um, so, if you're comfortable with swiping, that's another way of doing it: swipe right to go left and left to go right and uh, get to your home screens that way. Um, so uh, once, you're, uh, once you're in, uh, in the home screen, uh, you can just touch on an app. You can move apps around uh, either to different home screens or just change, rearrange them, change the order. Uh, you do that with an editing uh, option, and we'll get to that um, a little bit in, in the next uh, lecture, but uh, it's basically you can you can really customize. It's a bit like a jigsaw puzzle. You can build these uh, areas, the home screen and the dock. You can choose what apps are where, which apps are in the dock, which apps are on which home screen, and where on the home screen. So you can really customize. Um, you know, I've got a home screen for uh, basically work and and my. The main apps I use, I use every day. I've got another for entertainment and reading apps. I've got another uh, number of home screens for games and apps that I'm testing, things like that. So you can really build out. Uh, I've got a, uh, one devoted entirely to shopping and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, another screen has my finance and other information apps on it for banking and such. So I've really put uh, these home screens to use. And I, I know that, say, if I want a financial app, it's likely on, on the third home screen. If I want a social media app, 
it's either on the first or it's or it's on the fourth home screen. So you can sort of build a simple system that way and just remember what number corresponds to uh, where this particular kind of app are. There are other options. You can have folders and we'll get into that um, again in, in another lecture where we look at, at moving apps and uh, uh, that sort of thing. Um, so there's a, another feature called spotlight search that you can get at with the slider by double tapping on the slider. And that is a, a powerful search tool that you can look for pretty much everything. That includes your photos, that includes everything on your iPhone. You can type in keywords and find things that way. So uh, I, I don't use this a, a ton, but it's good to know it's there. If you've ever lost track of what thing, what things are there or what you might remember some of what something's called, but not everything, you can use that to help track down uh, information. And it, it's actually, it's quite a, a powerful little tool. Um, so that's there as well. Um, so there's, there's a ton of these these little features. The today view is uh, is before it is before the first slider, and it's it's sort of like it can be your newspaper. You can sort of put these little widgets they call them, little display things on, and they might have like I've got one for battery levels where all my battery uh, gadgets that have uh, everything from uh, my Bluetooth headset to my keyboard, uh, my braille display. Uh, I can check on the battery level of everything. So uh, that's on the very top of my today view. And below it, I have uh, a, a calendar widget that shows me any events that I have coming up. Below that, I might have uh, a, the widget from the Kindle app that might have the latest book I've been reading. I can just go to that widget instead of opening the Kindle app and get right to that particular book. So there's lots of uses for the today view and uh it's just a handy place to stick things that are more informational in nature usually for at least i find it more useful for that you can just go to that one view before the first home screen and just check on what's what's there what's happening in your day uh any reminders you can, you can really put uh customize that to be sort of your little uh newspaper almost uh, so that, that that's a very handy thing to use. You can change the order of widgets. You can remove and add widgets. Uh, all of that is is very doable. And uh, so there's there's lots of of different things uh, in in terms of of controlling uh, your 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 iPhone with this. Uh, there's uh, all different aspects of uh, what you can do, uh, it's all handled with iOS. Uh, so, for example, if I'm wanting to, say, check on, uh, on notifications, I can go to I can go to the status bar and then flick down with three fingers, get uh, to my notification center, and then I can just flick right because it, it goes it starts off uh, sort of at the top uh, left, and you can just flick through. All the notifications that come in in the background as you're doing other things and uh, you can interact with those notifications you can flick up and down to uh, uh, interact in various ways um, so th it's there's a lot to uh, to sort of grasp at the at the start but very quickly you'll see uh, you know as you as you're doing this that 
it, it's it's mainly you can get an awful lot done by flicking and double tapping and the odd swipe. It's it's very it, it sort of builds as you as, as you go through, and uh, you, you learn a lot about uh, uh, what your phone can do without having to know a ton about the real tech uh, stuff that's happening in in behind. As long as you understand sort of how to interact with the basic, uh, with, you know, the, the elements. So status bar is informational plus uh, up and down swipes with three fingers to get to up is controlled, center, down is notifications, flick left and right to go between the icons on, on the status bar to see the, the different information. It's, it's that simple. Um, in terms of the notification center, again, uh, you know, once you're in there, Clicking left and right goes between the notifications, and uh, you can just start sort of using it that way um, until you get more comfortable with uh, other gestures that that'll at least keep you informed. And over time, you know, you you can double tap on notifications to get into the apps. Uh, you can choose some have more options if you flick up and down. And it, it's it's one of these things that you can really experiment with. And not worry about do, doing too much damage accidentally. It's very hard to do any permanent damage by mistake with iOS. Uh, Apple is is uh, pretty good at keeping things safe and making sure that you're sure before anything really drastic happens that you indeed want it to happen. So uh, you know it's it's a relatively benign thing to start using. Um, you know. It, in, in we covered in, in previous lectures how typing works with voiceover uh, and things like that, and you can go into uh, to various places. Uh, you know, there any anything in your phone, any piece of hardware in your phone is likely to have an app, and that's they come with iOS uh, and and are kind of part of iOS because a lot of these things, uh, for example, the Reminders app is part of iOS really and other apps can tap into that database of reminders the same with, with the calendar uh, apps will tap into that resource uh, the camera you know it, it uh, apps uh, we couldn't have reading apps that would read print for us for a long time until the the camera uh, Apple had to give enough access to the camera to uh, to allow uh, developers to take make use of that for for Optical character recognition really give us that the, that option of of getting uh, the, you know, the amazing ability of snapping a picture and having the text of a sign or something else to read to us uh, like we can enjoy now. That's all coming off of iOS thanks to the efforts of of developers of of apps and Apple itself. Um, so basically, we have the the status bar at the top, the home screen in the middle the uh, dock at the bottom, and you can move apps in or out of the dock and in or out of, off uh, or on uh, to home pages. Uh, there's also the library, the app library. If you don't want all the apps visible on the home pages, uh, the home screens, you can take them off. Uh, instead of deleting them, they can just be in the library. In fact, all apps, even the ones on your home screens are also in the library. and you can basically uh, you go into the library and access the apps there. And the app library is beyond 
your last home screen. So if you have four home screens or however many, you go to that last home screen and you go one more swipe to the left. And uh, so that's three finger swipe to the left and you'll find yourself in the library and it has the apps all in there and it categorizes them uh, based on tags that developers give the apps when they're produced. And uh, it, it sort of puts them in these, these ready folders that it keeps. You don't have to organize the library. It does that for you. Uh, if, if you want an alphabetical listing of your apps, if you double tap on the search box uh, at, the, at the beginning of the library, you can then go through and get a, a whole list of, of uh, apps. Just flick right across and you'll, you'll come to all these different apps and you just flick through from A to Z, really. Um, and then when you find one that you want, double tap on it and you'll go to it. It'll launch. So it's also possible to move apps out of the library onto home pages. So we'll, we'll get into moving apps around uh, more in part two um, of, of this uh, lecture. But this is the kind of, of thing that uh, iOS really uh, makes, especially now when it's, it's as advanced as it's gotten over the years, uh, much easier to, to handle. There's, once, once you understand the layout, like I've just described, this, the, you know, the dock, the status bar, uh, the home screens, the slider, and the features that you can get at from those places. Uh, everything else is just double taps, uh, other gestures, the rotor, uh, like we were talking about with the rotor, uh, that becomes important. Um, you know, getting around iOS is is not not hard. Uh, it 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 will surprise you basically as you start to do this because. I, th I think for, for blind people, it's less intuitive initially um, than it is for sighted people who can just look and tap and it's instant. For us, we have to really make our intentions clear and that's why we need to learn the extra gestures, the extra things that we talked about in voiceover. Um, but now that we've got that under our belts, I think you'll find that as you dig into iOS, things will make a lot of sense. It'll be pretty intuitive. Uh, there's some stuff to talk about in the next lecture to do with storage, to do with how files are handled, how data is handled, things like that. We'll get into the more, more of the technical stuff uh, a little bit, as well as, of course, moving apps and, and really customizing your homepage uh, and screens and, and having, having the phone really uh, come to be your place. I really find, found that you know, uh, when I was I first moved into my apartment, it was uh, it was kind of an alien spot. It was I have I lived there, but it didn't really feel like a home. But once I moved things around and really settled in and put things where I wanted them to be, that that kind of changes. And, and that that's kind of how it works with iOS. Think of this as your digital space, and you know it 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 can really you'll get familiar with what you put where. It'll start to just become less of a, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And more of a almost almost second nature. It, it, I don't even think much about, oh, you know, my reading apps are in page two. If I just think, oh, I want to go to my my book apps and get it at my library and, and I just do it and don't even really think uh, as much because it, I, it's just built in. Uh, I've used the same system for such a long time now 
that uh, it, it gets that way. And I think you'll find that the conventions of iOS will be like that for you. Um, once you sort of understand uh, some of Apple's quirks, some of the ways it, it has chosen to do things, uh, it, it it kind of it becomes more intuitive, and you'll you'll be less likely to sort of get get stuck not knowing what to do to to accomplish something um, because everything kind of sticks to the same conventions for the most part. So hopefully uh, that that kind of gets you started uh, in exploring the, the various parts of iOS and uh, starting to to just make use of this stuff. Uh, look at the notifications. Uh, look at the status bar, get used to navigating that. Uh, the dock uh, is, you know, get used to moving to different home screens and, and look at the dock at the bottom. It'll stay the same because those apps are separate from your home screens, right? So it's a separate little area of four uh, apps or thereabouts that are just always there in your dock. Um, in my case, it's the phone, it's Safari uh, uh, settings and the app store are what I would I have in my doc? So those apps I just always have right below near the bottom if I need them. And, uh, you know, it's uh, perfectly okay to change any of that. Um, and and we'll get into the, the edit screen, how to move apps uh, around in, in, uh, in the next lecture. So Hopefully that, that helps people get a, a bit of a, a grasp on uh, iOS and, uh, and get started using it. We'll be doing one more lecture on iOS next month. And uh, after that, uh, we move on to settings, which is actually still part of iOS, uh, but it's a separate app in and of itself. And it will kind of be tackling that uh, as such. So hope that helps people. Thank you so much, Michael, for this next installment in our Unseen Touchscreen series. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at 1-877-304-0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.org.